Why do I hate Jack Abraham? Well, first of all, I don't, but there's been some strong response to Friday's episode about Abraham. I want to address that, plus Dennis Gates, another big-time visit coming this October. I like what I hear so far. Well, let's talk about all this and more coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball five days a week. Thanks so much for joining me once again. And I'd also like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. Well, if you happen to listen to Friday's episode especially the first segment all about Jack Abraham, particularly one game he played for Southern Miss against North Texas. Well, I was very critical of Abraham's performance in that game, and you all know I've been biased towards Brady Cook this whole offseason. I've been hoping that he would be the starter, quite frankly, for a whole bunch of reasons. But the reality is, I think this particular commenter, I actually... Considering how personal this person got with my performance as a podcaster, well, honestly, it felt like they took it a little personally. Like, perhaps this person is a family member of Jack Abraham, a close friend, something like that. And you know what? If I were that person and I happened to listen to that podcast, I'd probably be wanting to take some shots at me as well. But here's the thing all of you need to realize. First of all, I'm a massive, massive Missouri fan. That's the number one thing. And I'm much more interested in Missouri being good than I am about being right. So if Jack Abraham happens to start or take the football at any point this season, I'm going to be rooting for him. Jack Abraham, by all means, go out there and prove me wrong this fall. Nothing would make me happier than to see any Missouri quarterback whether it's Jack Abraham, Tyler Macon, Sam Horn, or Brady Cook, go out there and light up the scoreboard. So by all means, prove me wrong. And by the way, I teased in my graphic, the title was We Don't Know Jack Abraham. Well, I mean that literally and figuratively. I mean it in every way we possibly can. In other words, the real-life guy and the football player, we don't know him very well either. Understand that while I did do my homework as best as I could, on Jack Abraham, my opinion is still based on one football game. So just take it for that. Take it with the grain of salt that's deserved there, but I will defend myself and say I've probably done more actual Jack Abraham than anybody else in the Missouri space. I'll, I'll give myself that. If you want to disagree with my assessment, fine and dandy. That's absolutely your right, and I may well end up being wrong about Jack Abraham. But I'll tell you this. I have to do this podcast and give you all my honest-to-goodness opinions and pretend like nobody's listening. I can't pretend like Jack Abraham's mom is listening or whatever, his, his close friends, or Jack himself. I can't pretend that those people are listening or else I'm going to hold my opinions back. And frankly, 
that doesn't do anything for the listener and that doesn't make this show very good. So I just want to make it really clear when I give my honest opinions about Missouri players, it's all about football. It's nothing personal. I don't know these guys whatsoever. And number two, even more importantly, as a 30 plus year season ticket holder and a fan, believe me, I want all of these guys to succeed on the football field. And yes, after football in their next chapters of their lives as well. And you know what? While we're at it, I guess I might as well address another critic because this actually is a decent topic to get a little bit more in-depth on. I was criticized for basically these people thought that, oh, shaking my head, I can't believe that this guy thinks that Eli Drinkwitz has mismanaged the Missouri running back situation the last two years. Tyler Beatty and Larry Roundtree exist. Oh, you got me there, guys. My goodness. Yeah, as you can tell, I have a lot less sympathy for these particular criticisms because apparently these people were not listening whatsoever. Because if you really do listen to this podcast and my appearances on other places as well, notably the Auburn podcast, The War Rapport, I was on recently, well, I actually favorably compared Eli Drinkwitz when it comes to his ability to build a running game to San Francisco 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan. And if you follow the NFL, you know that's a really, really good comparison. Kyle Shanahan thought of very highly in terms of his offensive mind, especially to me, just in terms of his ability to structure a running game. Let me make myself clear, though. That's the real point. Just in case any of you all are all of you listening right now are confused too. I wasn't saying whatsoever or even implying that Eli Drinkwitz has mismanaged the running game the past two years. All I was saying is based on these last two seasons, as a betting man, if I have to guess, I think that there will be one Missouri running back that receives at least 55 to 65% of the carries. Now, Tyler Beatty was even higher than that, I believe. I think he was even over maybe upwards of 75% of the running back carries and touches last year. But I just think that's all I was trying to say. I don't think Eli Drinkwitz is going to do a true running back by committee. I was saying, hey, maybe there's a good reason for that. I just, based on what Eli's done so far here at Missouri, I think he's going to pick a guy that he trusts and mostly stick with him. Maybe that'll be wrong. I could absolutely be wrong on that. Perhaps this is a different roster than the last couple years. All I was saying is, if you're waiting for a running back by committee, I just wouldn't bet on it. That's all I was saying. There's no need to get bent out of shape about that whatsoever. Once again, we can make complaints about Eli Drinkwitz, perhaps his offensive play calling at times, perhaps the lack of a passing game. I just, I believe me, I'm right there with you when it comes to the running game. I think we've done just fine there. And coming up, while the scuttlebutt is that Brady Cook is the leader in the clubhouse to be your Missouri starting quarterback, at least for week one, while I think the rest of the depth observations so far are mostly meaningless. Let's talk more about that. But first, I want to tell you about our title sponsor, and that is LinkedIn Jobs. Yes, if you follow the economy like I do, you'll notice that, yeah, there are lots of people looking to hire, but if you're a small business, how do you find the right people? That's really the question. Well, I'll tell you how. It's LinkedIn Jobs where you can create a free job post 
in minutes to reach the world's largest professional network of over 800 million people. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy for you to narrow down and find the candidates with the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize the people you actually would like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires. So LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 400 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Well, post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Now we as Missouri fans, of course, we would like a depth chart at this point in the season, but we're not going to get one. And not only that, at least so far through the open periods of practice, doesn't seem like Eli Drinkwitz is giving much away. Now, as I said before, the reporting is that Brady Cook is probably the leader right now at quarterback, but yet I wouldn't judge much based on who's been practicing mostly with the ones, at least in the open part of practice, to the media because, well, first of all, the aforementioned Jack Abraham right now is with the threes and the fours. I've got to believe he's at the very least probably your likely backup quarterback in week one. You also see a a name like Kibet Chip Yater, number two tight end right now. It just sure seems like most of the depth at this point just in terms of what's being shown in the open practices, once again, is mostly based on seniority. And of course, by seniority, in this context, I mean how long have you actually been in this program? Because, well, Jack Abraham, probably the oldest guy on the team, right, at 25 years old, but he hasn't been with Missouri for all that long, so therefore he's going to be behind Tyler Macon, at least for now. I suspect that Abraham probably will be your backup in week one, but we'll see. I also suspect that, again, the aforementioned Kibet Chepiator, while he had his moments, a couple pretty impressive moments athletically, I thought, he's an interesting project, I'd say, at tight end, a taller guy, athletic guy, perhaps former basketball player, if I'm remembering correctly. But I'd be a little bit surprised if he's your, your number two tight end come week one. But, hey, if he is that would be a heck of a thing for him and maybe a sign that we found something in that young man. Now, I will say, back to the tight end position a little bit. Again, this is not a prediction or a criticism or anything. This is just more of an observation about how Eli Drinkwitz likes to structure his offense. When it comes to the tight end position, I've said before I liked Ryan Horstkamp a ton when he came out of high school. He's obviously unproven at this level. We'll see what he he and the rest of the tight end position brings. But the reality is all the production off of last year's squad for at the tight end position, I'd say 99% of it has either transferred or medically retired. We're talking about, of course, Daniel Parker Jr. who went to Oklahoma, Nico Hay medically retired. So the reality is you're going to need some production from that position or as I suggested, perhaps run more 10 personnel, meaning one running back, zero tight ends, 
and four wide receivers. If it's indeed true, especially at the slot position, that Missouri has a lot of depth at wide receiver, well, not, why not try to play to your strengths and get more of that depth on the field? Maybe it's quite possible that Eli Drinkwitz eventually comes to that conclusion as well. Maybe he's already leaning towards that way of having, say, Dominic Lovett and Barrett Bannister on the field at the same time. Double slots. In fact, when you look, when you think about it, it sort of sounds like the best of both worlds. You have the obviously reliable hands, the nice route running, underneath stuff of Barrett Bannister, and whereas Dominic Lovett, not he's a good route runner too, but he much he's much more likely to be able to streak down on a slot fade and take the top off of the defense from that position. By the way, and and hopefully really make a defense pay for putting a linebacker on him, that kind of thing. So while that sounds good on paper, again, I'm going to go back to my my observations from Eli's first two years. That may well happen, but it sure seems like if you're just basing it on the first two years, it's probably not going to. Because even though Drinkwitz has not made it a habit of throwing a ton to the tight end position, using them a ton in the passing game, well, when it comes to the running game, he uses these guys a lot of times like de facto fullbacks. Now, again, perhaps some of that was the skill set of one Daniel Parker Jr., who is obviously a very large man and a heck of a lead blocker. You can definitely use him as a lead blocker without question. So maybe some of that is personnel, and with this different type personnel, you'll see you'll see maybe some more usage of tight ends in the passing game, or maybe, like I suggested before, no tight ends in the formation and going with 10 personnel. I could see either one of those happening, but if I were a betting man, I'd say you'll see Ryan Horstcamp doing a lot of run blocking this year, often as a de facto H-back or fullback. That's just my my observations and my suspicions based on having watched the Kyle Shanahan adjacent Eli Drinkwitz for the last couple years. In the last week or so, I've talked about quite a bit about how Dennis Gates is casting a wide net in terms of recruiting, putting out offers to all types of highly ranked players. Well, it turns out this net may just bring up some some keepers, some some prize trophy fish if you will, some rather big fish at that. So I want to talk more about Missouri basketball recruiting, the latest developments. But first, I want to tell you about BetOnline.net, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your sports betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Well, again, this is the type of year where I really like to start looking at football futures. I think the offensive rookie of the year in the National Football League is pretty interesting. I got to say some a lot of interesting names. I would say Chris Olave, probably my favorite value right now at 10 to 1. The New Orleans Saints drafted him for a reason, folks. Not that not that worried about Michael Thomas eating into his numbers either. I think they're Obviously, more concerned about Olave at this point. Also, your leader right now, Kenny Pickett, the Pittsburgh Steelers, possible starter, definitely their rookie quarterback at 7-1. to one. Well, I'll just say for that, kind of makes me like my long shot Steelers bet on the division 
even more. But regardless of what you're into, it could be baseball, basketball, golf, esports, combat sports, whatever it is, head on head to betonline.net today. That's right. It's bet online where the game starts. Well, I mentioned on a previous episode that Power Mizzou's Gabe DeArmond and myself are in full agreement that the Missouri basketball program can absolutely live on recruiting guys between, like as Gabe said, between top 50 and top 150 in the rankings. If you can get mostly high school players in that ranking, again, you don't have to get top 50 guys to have a great team. If you can live in that range, I think if you're the Missouri Tigers, you can have a heck of a basketball program that we can all be very proud and excited about. Well, so far, so good for Dennis Gates in terms of the guys that Missouri has signed. Anthony Robinson and Trent Pierce definitely fit that bill, in my opinion. But it seems like, gosh, this wide net that is being cast by Dennis Gates, well, maybe even better than we thought because we're getting some legitimate visitors now. It's one thing to have guys in, say, the top 30 tweet out that, hey, Missouri, one of my offers. Hey, fantastic. Hey, this generic picture of Michael Porter Jr. and is one of his one Missouri games that everybody seems to tweet out. But that's one thing. That's good. As me and and Jason Jordan of SI discussed last week in our LinkedIn recruiting segment, well, that's all good stuff. It's good, it's good exposure and all that kind of stuff. It's good to have your name in the limelight of some of the best players in the country. But it's one thing to have it on a social media graphic. It's another thing to actually get them on campus. And I was very impressed the 2024 big man, James Brown, yes, not the godfather of soul, no relation, but James Brown is going to be on Missouri's campus October 1st for an official visit. Well, it turns out he won't be the only top 30 player visiting. Dallas Thomas going to be there with James Brown as well. Another top 30 prospect, a top, he's a 27, 27th ranked player in the country. Sounds like a, a combo forward, the type of player that Dennis Gates and Charlton Young really prefer. Lengthy guys who can defend multiple positions. Well, hey, if they're top 30 prospects on top of that, that gets me excited. You get even one of those guys, that's an incredible win. To get two of them on campus is a win, honestly. You're starting to feel some momentum come here. The the new coach bump, if you will, seems to be fully intact here. And well, Charlton Young definitely got paid a lot of money to recruit, and it seems like so far we're doing a heck of a job of it. Missouri in on a lot of interesting players in this 2024 cycle. And finally, unfortunately, I have to end this edition of Locked on Mizzou on a sad note. Connell Davis, a former Missouri running back and special teams contributor, was on the 06 and 07 Tigers. Obviously, the 07 Tigers, one of the most memorable teams in Mizzou history. So unfortunately, Connell passed away at the age of 35 at the end of July. And it sounds like sounds like life w- was tough for Connell post his Missouri career. And it, certainly I don't have any details to go into, but just a sad deal. Obviously 35, just, just way too young. And you just hate to think of anybody who is on such a, a, a special part 
of my sports fandom, that 2007 team. I'm, I'm glad he got to experience that, but it does deeply sadden me in a lot of ways that somebody from that team is, is already gone. Boy, life sure is, sure is short and comes at you fast sometimes. I know that. I, I don't really have much else to add here. I just felt like something I wanted to acknowledge for sure was the, the, unfortunately, the untimely passing of a former Missouri player in Connell Davis. So just rest in peace and condolences out to his friends and family. And well, unfortunately we did have to end on a sad note there, but I I do want to say thank you all so much for, for listening to this show. As always, it really, really does mean a ton to me. So you know what, if you want to, if you need another podcast, you need more on the Southeastern conference, check out locked on sec every day. Chris Gordy does a great job. He really gets awesome guests, too, that I'm jealous of. So check out Locked On the SEC. Make it your second listen. Again, that's Locked On SEC. So until next time, I'm John Miller, and thank you once again for listening to Locked On Mizzou. Mizzou.